Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Time you leave my friends. Probably this time. We need more money, Paul. I can't keep eating this garbage. This is Axel. Spider Hayden. Yes. <laughs> Spider Hayden. This is Daddy, our newest. And like you, she just left home. You mean the loony thing? Nick, our eyes, our protector. This is Sunshine, our warrior. Don't let his size fight you. Fun's a teddy bear. Nice to meet you, Miss Jane. If you're looking for a number, you won't find one. They're not like us. No, not in that way. But like us, they're outcasts. Outcasts? Freaks. Speak for yourself. Society left them behind. Hurt them. Discarded them. We were dead. All of us. Kali saved us. Here. And here. Don't get all mushy on us, no fun. No, no mushy. True. Now we help her. In this life, kid, you roll over and fight back. We're all fighters here. Fight. Who? Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Okay, I took another week off last week uh, because of Christmas. Even though Christmas was this past Monday, I took last Friday off just because of things and plans and schedules. It was pretty much impossible for me to get a new episode done in time. So I basically, instead of leaving you high and dry, I left you with about a 30-second uh Christmas message saying that Stranger Things would be returning this week. And guess what? We're back. And when I said Stranger Things, I mean Stranger Danger, of course. The only podcast in the world about Stranger Things, I I guess. I don't know. Take my word for it. Don't don't look it up. Anyway, uh, where we last left you, uh, the Demogorgons, the Demodogs, uh, we're about to come out of the hole and into the Hawkins Laboratory. Um, and uh, all the guys were in trouble. And, of course, uh, we found out that Will was really uh, being forced to be used as a spy to the Shadow Monster. Um, but all that's on hold. 
for this week. All that's on hold for this episode. Because this episode, I'm not going to lie, is the episode I least looked forward into rewatching. Or should I say, uh, I don't know if I was least looking forward to rewatching it. Um, maybe I was thinking this is the one I least enjoyed the first time I watched it. So I thought, okay, maybe the second time around, I'll enjoy it more. Now, is that the case? Probably not. Um, did I dislike it as much as I did the first time? I don't think so. Was it necessary to this season of Stranger Things? I'm not entirely sure, but was it necessary to the overall story of Stranger Things? Probably yes. Of course, I'm talking about Chapter 7 of Stranger Things 2, The Lost Sister. I took my notes, I watched the episode, and uh, why don't we get right into this? This is Eleven's own little episode. It picks up right where Eleven uh, is still in her mother's mind, in that, that you know, rainbow, three to the left, four to the right. Um, it was repeating over and over, and she kind of wakes out of that startled and tells Becky uh, basically what she saw. And it just kept repeating. Repeat? Like a circle. Just showing you the same image over and over. She kept showing the girl in the room. The rainbow room? What did the girl look like? Different. Different than you? I think this is why Mama wanted to talk. To show you the girl. She wants me to find her. So Becky actually brings her into a room that Terry has some paperwork uh, from the laboratory, just a bunch of papers. And uh, while going through the papers, you see some other children. There's like a baby. I don't know. We might see some other children. And I wonder if that means in the future we may meet some of them. Um, but when Eleven's going through it, she sees the picture of a young Indian girl. Uh, and she says, you know, this is her. This is the girl I saw. Uh, she tries to go under into uh, kind of into the void to look for her, but she couldn't. Uh, later, she does it while she's alone. This time she didn't use any white noise or anything, so I don't know if her powers are getting stronger. This is kind of a display of that. But she's alone in bed, and she kind of approaches. This time she almost sees her. She's in the void, and she sees someone kind of by a uh, in a trash barrel fire gets really close to her, almost sees her, and is uh, woken up, comes downstairs. She's like, Becky, I found her. Becky, I found her. And she hears Becky calling the cops, you know, uh, basically calling for Hopper. So in, in truth, you know, she's actually looking out for Eleven. She's helping her. She's sending the right people uh, that she's looking for. But all Eleven sees is someone basically going behind her back and... Um, undermining her. But we know Hopper's good, so it's not a bad thing. But Eleven, still, uh, that, that bothers her. So she runs away. She steals some money out of uh, Becky's wallet, and she runs away. And the last shot we see in the opening is uh, 
Terry Ives kind of just rocking in the chair still saying those words and watching Channel 8 News. Get it? Channel 8. 8, like the girl, huh? Huh? I don't know. I thought it was cool. Uh, so Eleven hops on a bus and she has she's having more visions of uh, 8, number 8, I guess we can call her. And we see the bus is heading to Illinois. Uh, she gets off the bus and... Uh, She's in Chicago, and what do we hear? Bon Jovi Runaway playing, which is just perfect. She's a little runaway. Um, I wrote down 11 and the city because it just felt like, you know, she's walking around this the, the mean streets of Chicago. She seemed to love being in the big city. Uh, of course, she runs into some guys like, watch it. And she, I guess, just keeps following her instinct and ends up in a bad Potter town. It's almost like like a gutter back alley where all the homeless people in the, in the, I don't know, trash people. I don't know what to call them. They're all kind of hanging out there, but she walks right through them and just instinctively walks uh, to a warehouse area and knows this is where to go. She walks right in and I wrote, I wrote down, she walks right in on four punks slash wasteoids and nothing sounds more 80s than the word wasteoids. But uh, she wasn't intimidated by what she saw at all. Hello? Well, well. What do we have here? What is she wearing? What are those overalls? There aren't any cows to milk here, kid. Going back to the farm now. I'm looking for my sister. Oh, Shirley Temple lost her sister. So sad. I saw her. Here. Uh-uh. Hand out of pocket. Slow. Give me that shit. Is that Collie? Collie? How'd you find us? Who else knows you're here? No one. So what then? Poof, you just show up like magic with that picture? I stay calm. She's just a kid. A, a kid who could get us all killed. I have to ask you again, Shrekin. You're going to start losing things, starting with those pretty little locks of yours, yeah? Come on, Axe, put down the knife. How did you find us? I saw her. Ah! That's not an answer. She's... You're a terrible dancer, Axel. I told you, stay out of my head. So we're threatening little girls now, are we? She knows about you. She had this. Where did you get this? Mama. Your mother gave this to you? In her dream circle. Dream circle? I think she's a schizo or something. Says she's looking for her sister. Yeah, like I said, schizo. Jesus. I saw you in the rainbow room. What is your name? Jane. Sister. 
okay, okay, that was a lot of audio. That was a long clip. I get it. But uh, I thought it kind of um, displayed pretty good uh, the introduction of um, Kali for the first time, kind of part of her crew, um, and Eleven kind of showing off her telekinetic powers, you know, uh, having the knife fly in her hand. Of course, that's a great visual for a podcast. And Kali using her powers to make that guy, um, Axel, uh, think that he saw spiders all over his arms. So we see new powers, we see new people, we see a bigger world. But when Kali and Eleven compare tattoos together, um, you could see right away that they have made a connection and they know there's a connection and a bond between them and they call each other sisters. We cut to the rooftop of the warehouse and um, Eleven, even though in this episode she is referred to as Jane uh, the entire time, to me she's still Eleven. And even though uh, we first saw her as Eight, she's Kali. So it's Eleven and Kali. Kali. Uh, So Eleven and Kali are on a rooftop um, where it seems like Eleven tells everything about herself to Kali. And Kylie says, you know, what you can do is incredible. You are very special. Um, and Kylie explains that she can make people see things that are not there. They don't always have to be scary. She showed a nice, a real pretty butterfly. Um, and Eleven's like, are you real? And she said, yes, I'm real. And they had a little laugh. Cut to inside, and Kylie is giving Eleven a blanket to sleep. Uh, she sa- she says that she feels whole again, that a piece of her was missing, and now it's not. She thinks her mother sent her there, sent Eleven to be there. She thinks this is Eleven's home. And as you can see, Eleven, the theme of this episode is really home, and a lot of Eleven's story is kind of trying to figure out where she fits in. Because I noticed that Becky... Uh, you know, Terry Ives, her mother, said, you know, you could live here. This could be your home. Hopper gave her the uh, the the cabin there and said that was her home. And I wrote down, Eleven just wants to belong. You could see it. So we cut to uh, the void. And Eleven is in the void. And she sees um, the radio from the cabin. And she actually got to hear the message that Hopper left in the previous episode. You know, I said last time he left a message and, you know, no one's ever going to hear it um, because Eleven was gone. But she did get a chance to hear it in the void, which was was pretty cool. It was pretty nice for her to hear what Hopper had to say. You know, maybe that was one of the first things that made her realize that, you know, she belonged elsewhere. Um... So we wake up the next day and Eleven introduces, uh, is introduced to Kali's crew. And this is where I start to get annoyed. Or not annoyed, but this is where I could see some of my pessimism is coming uh, through. I wrote down, Kali's crew, I literally like none of them. I care for none of them. I don't care for their plans. I love that there is a wider world based on Brenner's experiments. I just hope if there are others, I care or like them more. Yeah, so I'm starting to think that it's not that I 
it's not that just that I dislike this episode because we're away from the main story. It's mainly because I don't like the people that Eleven gets roped in with. I don't like anybody in this crew. Um, and I'm really, at the end of this episode, I really like Kali less. And I'm sure we're not done with her. Um, but I kind of wish we were, which is, uh, you know, too bad. I wish I liked them more. Um, but they do kind of fill in Eleven on uh, what it is they do. Everyone you see here was in some way responsible for what happened to us. You hurt the bad man? No, we just give him a pat on the back. You killed them? They're criminals. We simply make them pay for their crimes. Boom. Damn, Shirley, what's the matter? You look like you've seen a ghost. Can't all be fighters, I guess. I'm a fighter. I've killed. And these men you killed, did they deserve it? They hurt me. And they still want to hurt you. Hurt us. We're just making the first move. You ever see an episode of a television show where one of the characters goes off uh, on an adventure with all these new uh, characters just to set up a spinoff? That's almost what this felt like to me. Like, Eleven went off to meet Kali and her crew, and uh, they're setting up a spinoff of these avenging, you know, punk rockers that travel around... Uh, killing everybody that has ever done them wrong. Eleven says right there, she has killed. uh, And she has killed, but really only when, uh, it was really only out of self-defense when her back was up against the wall. So Kali takes uh, Eleven outside. Um, You know, a lot of the time when I'm talking about the show, I go, meanwhile, over here and back over here, and then we go over here. Well, with this episode, uh, it's Eleven's episode. It just kind of stays with her. So we just, we're with Eleven, and then we're with Eleven inside. We're with Eleven on top of the building. We're with Eleven outside during the day. And right now, uh, Kali takes Eleven outside to help her kind of strengthen her power. Um, you know, she she says uh, that, you know, she's got a very special gift, and um, she wants her to kind of focus on her anger to make the power stronger. Seems to work. Do you see that train? Yes. I want you to draw it to us. Last night, you told me you lifted a van once. Yes. The bad men were trying to take you away again, and that made you angry. Good. So find that anger. Focus on that, not the train, 
That is right. I want you to find something from your life. Something that angers you. <laughs> now channel it. Dig deeper. Your whole life you've been lied to. Do I have a mother? She's not around anymore. In prison. Hey, don't walk away from me! Hold the hell up! The bad men took away your home. Your mother. They took everything from you. They stole your life, Jane. I want you to find it. Okay, so Eleven feels good about, um, you know, the power she is able to display. Um, and the crew loves it because they are manipulative jerks and they know that they could use this power to help them. So they bring her into this room. Uh, and it's just a wall of photos and newspapers. Um, these are the bad men that they think are still alive. Um, and Eleven recognizes one of them. The guy who electrocuted her mother in the Hawkins laboratory. And, and electrocuted Kali as well. Um, and they know they can use Eleven to track them. They're like, you know, she found me with this photo. So they kind of give Eleven uh, the, the photo. She does a little trick. And um, she just nods that she knows where she is. She knows, she knows uh, where he is. So they're like, all right. Here we go. We're going to go do it. So they know um, they, they said it's risky because they already wanted, but uh, they go for it. And not before Eleven gets her new look, her new little emo Eleven look with a little uh, eye shadow, grease back hair. And uh, what'd she say? Bitchin'. So they head out uh, in their van. Uh, but of course, right where they're driving off, uh, there are some cops arresting somebody. And one of the cops takes notice of the van. Um, Obviously, that van has been, you know, people have been on the lookout. An all points bulletin, I'm sure, has been put out for that van, and somebody noticed. Um, so they stop at a mini mart to stock up, and uh, Kali uses her powers to make the guy working there think that the bathroom is leaking and freaking out, and they all just start robbing the place. And I wrote down, I do not like any of these people. I mean, they're all criminal jerks. Um, but the guy comes out and pulls a gun. Kali starts to reason with her. And as even as he reasoned her, these are my notes. I do not like her. If they all got shot and Eleven left, I would feel no sorrow. But of course, Eleven uses her powers to knock the guy out. And as the cops, they can hear the cops coming, they bail. So Eleven, you know, sees her new friends and uh, for some reason uses her powers to to take this guy out. Um obviously to help her her new quote-unquote family. No, I don't even want to think about it. 
So they pull up to an apartment complex, and Eleven kind of uses her powers again to figure out exactly what he's doing. She says he's watching television. She saw him and no one else. They said, is he alone? She said, I saw him, no one else. Interesting. Uh, they all put on these kind of toy, these kids' 80 Halloween masks from the 80s, and Eleven's wearing a baby face. I don't know if that's, you know, because she's the kid. Um, <clears throat> we cut to inside, and Ray is watching a wonderful episode of Punky Brewster. Uh, you know, for the most part, my notes here pretty much cover uh, everything that happens. TV goes off, they break in. And then I wrote, two awful people go off to rob them. One awful person stands guard. The other awful person is in the car. Eleven and awful Kali reveal themselves. Kali makes him see them as kids using her powers, and Eleven flings him across the room. Uh, Ray said he was just following orders. You know, he's he is fearful for his life as these two powerful women are standing over him, uh, and he starts groveling. I just did what he told me to do. <laughs> he said she was sick. You had a choice, Ray. You chose to follow a man you knew was evil. Wait, wait, wait. I can help. I can help you find him. Find who? Brenner! I can take you to him. Papa is gone. No, he is alive. Do not lie to us, Ray. I'm not lying. He trusts me. I'll take you to him. If he's alive, Jane will find him. Just as she found you. Do it, Jane. Do it. Wait. You know, I hated seeing Eleven like this, just standing over this guy with hatred in her in her eyes. Um, she really looked uh, a little bit like a monster. And um, she saw the picture of Ray next to uh, these two kids. And she realized, or she started to realize that there's a family and she couldn't bring herself to do it. At the same time, uh, the two people who were robbing found those kids in a back room. Those kids being awesome and calling the cops. Uh, uh, Kali tries to goad her into showing no mercy. She takes out a gun and Eleven kind of powers the gun away. They leave him alive and they just run off. Uh, Kali is mad at Eleven, says she took her choice away. And I wrote down, I hate Kali with a fiery passion. Kali, Kali is pissed at Jane, Eleven. Um, maybe I don't hate this episode. Maybe I just hate the people that Eleven turned to. Yeah, um, just like, I, you took my choice away. Don't ever take my choice away. I was like, you know what? I don't like you, <clears throat> Okay. Eleven is fighting monsters that are trying to take over the world, okay? And you're just, I'm going to get the people who hurt me. No, no, I don't like it. Uh, I also, I wrote, I also hate the fact that it takes us, it takes us away from the main story. Um, but we cut back to their hideout. They're listening to a police scanner. A couple of them are playing cards. And Kali sits with Eleven, um, and she gives her this whole story about how she escaped how she had to fight uh, for, she had to fight, she had a family for a while, uh, then she lost them, and she decided to use her gifts to fight for those who hurt her. Uh, she says that Eleven has, to, has a choice. Uh, she can go back into hiding, 
or she could fight. She could fight the man who did this to her. And uh, she's like, Papa is dead. Fight and face him again. Face who? The man who calls himself our father. Papa is dead. That man tonight disagreed. You're not real. All this time, and you haven't looked for me. Why? Because you thought I was dead? Or because you were afraid of what you might find? Go away. You have to confront your pain. You have a wound, Eleven. A terrible wound. And it's festering. Do you remember what that means? Festering. It means a rot, rot. And it will grow. Spread, spread. Get out of my head. And eventually, it will kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you. Get out of my head! Okay. How awful is Kali? She takes this impressionable, you know, 13-year-old kid and makes her see a vision of the man who did terrible things to them. Um, and he now this is what I was trying to figure out. You know, Brenner says, You have a wound, Eleven, a terrible wound, festering, a rot, and it will grow. Um, and I was trying to figure out is Kali making him say that, or is Eleven hearing him say that subconsciously as she sees him, um, saying the rot will eventually kill her? What was that about? Was it just kind of them saying, Look, you have you know, this in the back of your mind, you need to kill these people before they kill you. I I don't know if there was more to that than let on. Um, But I, (laughs) I wrote, I hate her and I hope I never see her again. The fact that she did this to our 11 to try to um, persuade her. She's like, you have a choice to stay or go home with your policeman. I wrote, F you, Kali, I hate you. These are my notes as I'm watching the episode. The second time around, um, the episode itself, my God, it wasn't, I didn't hate the episode as much as I just hated these people, okay? It was a, it was a little growth experience, uh, experience for Eleven. You got to see her go on a little journey with terrible, awful people. So the cops show up. They start showing up. And I wrote, this episode's almost done. Yay. Um, but the cops are walking in slowly, so we don't, uh, you know, they're not in the in the building just yet. Uh, so obviously, I'm assuming Eleven was left alone after that. Uh, and she starts thinking of Mike. Starts thinking of Dustin. She starts thinking of Hopper and... Uh, next thing you know, she is in the void, having a vision. That's where I was. This damn graveyard. I need to get through! I need to get through! Whoa, 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 whoa! I need to warn them, it's a trap! I need to get through, it's a trap! I need to tell them, it's a trap! Fuck! It's a trap! It's a trap! Fuck! 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 Fuck!
uh-oh, the cops are here. So in the vision, she's um, hearing this banging. Um, and uh, the cops showed up at the warehouse. But just to go back to the vision, it was cool that she kind of um, was going back to an important part of seeing Hopper panicking and seeing Mike panicking, pretty much the two most important people in her life, um, and worried about the same thing. And, you know, she's freaking out because she's trying to figure out what what the problem is. Um, she doesn't know, but the cop showed up. So um, that was pretty cool. Now, uh, Kali gets them all together and has them sit perfectly still. This was pretty cool. She uses her powers to make them all appear invisible. I actually wrote down, that was pretty cool. Um, so while they are, you know, while the cops go by them, they run out, they take off, and um, they head down to the van. And, of course, uh, Axel starts shooting because, you know, he's an awful criminal shooting at policemen. And Kali puts up this giant wall vision, this pretty awesome giant wall. And they all jump in the van, and they're like, we have to go, we have to go, Jane, we have to go. But Eleven, Eleven, she just couldn't go with them. It's a trap! It's a trap! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have to go back. My friends, my friends are in danger. This isn't time for a talk. We gotta go right now. Your mother sent you here for a reason, remember? We belong together. There's nothing for you back there. They cannot save you, Jane. No. But I can save them. Okay, okay. Maybe the whole episode uh, was okay just for that one moment where she said no, but I can save them. I was like, even the first time I saw it, the second time I saw it, I said, awesome, awesome, awesome. The only thing that would have made the episode better is if when Jane was running off, we saw the van explode and uh, they were all dead. Okay, maybe that's a little harsh, but um, but just to, just the fact that Jane went, saw these people, uh, you know, went with them, kind of tried to do their thing, saw she didn't fit in, saw she realizes she's needed elsewhere and realizes she needs to get back to her buddies in Hawkins. Um, Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. You know, the episode itself, meh, the crew, bleh, but that was pretty awesome. So the last scene, um, she's back on a bus heading home, and uh, this woman, this nice older woman, just sees her and, you know, sees her sitting alone and wants to sit with her. Oh, you are awfully young to be traveling alone, aren't you? You are quite the chatterbox. So, where you headed? To your parents, I hope? I'm going to my friends. I'm going home. I felt like I was watching, uh, like, the end of a movie or the end of something, like a trilogy where, you know, uh, our hero is coming back at the end of the movie. Yeah, we realize the next movie, we have to wait till the next movie. Well, it's Netflix, so we have to wait till the next episode. But in one episode, they made us, um, Eleven 
kind of out of the picture and then uh, kind of brought her right back into the picture. You know, she's not back in it yet. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, she's not in it a lot with our friends. They don't all know that she's back. Um, but they will soon. They will soon. Uh, and, of course, we have all um, next year and the future for us. But as of right now, I usually like to take the end of the, every episode and say, what did we learn? Well, what did we learn? Well, we learned about uh, who this mysterious number eight was. Uh, we learned that it was uh, Kali. We learned that she lives with some folks that she helps um, kind of take revenge on people who did uh, bad to them. Basically, a bunch of uh, quote-unquote avenging criminals, um, who none of whom I cared for very much. They're criminals themselves. Um, that's why they're avenging criminals. What else did we learn? Well, we learned that there is at least a hint of Brenner possibly still being alive, according to the guy Ray. I mean, we know that there are other kids, um, and we know that Eleven uh, really wants a home. I mean, from from Becky to Kali to Hopper, um, they all talk about home. And at the last, ep- the last thing she says is, uh, "And I'm going back to my friends. I'm going home." So she knows where her home is. It's in Hawkins, uh, the scariest town in the world. Um, God, what else did we learn? I mean, we, you know, not much else, really, right? I mean, you know, this whole thing with Eleven having a wound, a festering rot in her brain, I mean, I don't know if that's just uh, a metaphor or if, if it's something that Eleven knows about. I don't know if that's something that Kali just made her kind of putting her head as like a guilt trip to stay with her. I don't know. Uh, but it was cool to see Matthew Modine again. And, oh, we I guess we learned with, uh, if uh, if Eleven um, really harnesses her power, uh, her anger, that she can move a friggin' train. So um, we know that she is even more powerful. Her, her powers are getting stronger. Um, and that'll come in handy. That will come in handy. But really... Uh, I just want her back. I want her back in Hawkins, Indiana with my friends as they fight the bad guys. I wrote that song. It's going to be on iTunes available soon. Uh, I just want her back. And uh, next week we will get back to uh, Hawkins, Indiana. We will get back to uh, Eleven uh, and, and, uh, and, and the boys all together. It'll all start to come uh, to fruition when then we get to the last episode. But we're about a week away from that. We're almost a year away from that, if you think about it, because right now it's December 29th, 2017. And the next time we have an episode, it will be 2018. Pretty exciting, right? That's how, that's how it works, though. You know, At the end of every year, um, what happens is the next day is, is a new year. So it's pretty, pretty great. I'm, I'm still on vacation, technically. I mean, right now it's almost like a long weekend. But I don't go back to work till Wednesday. The third. So pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. But that's all I got to say. Um, I probably won't ever watch this episode again. And uh, I'm sure I will see some of these people again. At least, at least we'll see Kali. Um, I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong the whole time. But that is it, my friends. So I just want to say thank you very much for downloading 
listening and subscribing to Stranger Danger or Geek Mentality. We are part of the Geek Mentality podcast, which is a podcast that I do on just about anything geeky. The last episode that wasn't Stranger Danger was on The Last Jedi, which I did enjoy. I know it's getting you know mixed reviews from people, but I, I enjoyed it, and I look forward to seeing it again. Um, and before that, I saw Justice League, which I did enjoy, and I was one of the few people that did. So I really, I, as you can see, I enjoy things. Um, but we do have a new podcast on the website. The website's fansnotexperts.com. Uh, and then there's a new podcast my cousin uh, just started called The Metallicast. So if you are a heavy metal fan, then you're probably a Metallica fan. And if you are a Metallica fan, then I suggest you check out Metallicast. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play. Uh, and, of course, you can find it at fansnotexperts.com. And until next week, um, all I can say is, even though the Shadow Monster did not even make an appearance in this episode, you really should still... Beware him. Ooh, I hope you all had a happy, merry Christmas, happy holidays. I don't know, whatever people say. But there's one thing I can say that everyone can, ha- can, can inv- get involved with, and that is Happy New Year. And until next week, beware the Demogorgon. Don't eat too much Chinese food on New Year's Eve or drink too much. I'm thirsty, and I'm going to have some seltzer now. Yum, yum, yum. I like seltzer. Yum, yum, yum. Seltzer, seltzer, seltzer. Fans not experts. Seltzer, seltzer, seltzer. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.